Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. Since we last talked, there's been even more classified documents found places that they really shouldn't be in the possession of more than one person also true because and they added in with biden from his time as a senator not just as vice president so he's been selling us out for a long time is anyone surprised no yeah and they said that this was um they they tried to uh they're trying to obfuscate what's going on when they this last bunch of documents they found including from when he was in the senate they called it as we found six items that contained classified material. Okay, was that six boxes, six folders, six notebooks, six filing cabinets? It was six Connex boxes. <laughs> six items. Six items. That's the way they worded it. They wanted but then they to- said that contained classified material. So right. that could be like presentation or one document. Because even when you have a document, but it also could be a hundred classify- documents. Right, but it could be because you have to classify every line. Like even the title has to have a, a classification. So they like were trying to make you think. They tried to make you think they found six pieces of paper that were classified. That's what they were trying to do. When in reality, it could be six hundred. I mean, it, the answer is we we don't know. And from what I understand, um, like Tom Cotton was really having a fit because they they won't show them the documents. They what they contain. Yeah, they're saying we've got these documents that are classified, but they will not state what is in them. So they kind of need to know that. The contents of what's on the document will really let us know. Are they all along the same topic? Or, you know, is it um, is I would say the contents would tell us whether or not it was an accident, which how could it be an accident at this point? Um, Or if it's all connected you have to know the contents if they're consistent with intelligence that would be like in the same vein providing intelligence to certain groups or areas in the world or groups of people that there'd be you know this consistent flow of information that's being say passed along if you were like basically selling information um there yeah you might think there'd be some consistency to it we know there's some connection to it, though, because, I mean, Miranda Devine, um, she's a reporter, I believe it's for the Washington Times, and she uh, she has gone through every single file on the Hunter Biden laptop, um, and it goes back as far as nine years back, um, and so in looking at uh, what has come out recently, an email that she pulled up that she I don't know if it was from memory or she recently went back and found it in comparing it um, it's information is being passed along to Ukraine about um, well it's it's written where she said like all the information she's read all these files all of his emails they're very rudimentary very basic they're short there's bad grammar there's you know profanity there's all this thing reads like an intelligence document. It's 1,300 words long. It's telling you know whoever it's being passed along to about Ukraine and um, you know what the U.S. government um, thinks is important and what's not important, what it would cause him to react this way or react that way, 
Um, and she said it's it's like written like a classified intelligence document, and it appears to be to me. You connect that with the saying that there was documents at the Penn Biden Center that was what do you say? How did he word it, Cade? Oh, you mean how Hunter Biden said that they were a revenue source? Yeah, they're a revenue source, and all. I mean, you tie, start tying all this together, and it, it it seems pretty straightforward to me that it's not as much about the fact that he had classified documents because Mike Pence has classified documents. It's about what's in the con the what's in the classified documents and what they're using it, you know, what they're doing with it. And to me, it looks like they're just flat out what we've thought for quite a while. They're selling their they're selling information basically based on their position to get to increase their their own wealth. I can't think of a better position than vice president actually though to be doing just that. Because you kind of travel around and speak to different foreign leaders, almost like a pseudo secretary of state ish. I mean, they do that a lot of foreign visits. Um, they at the same time they have access to almost everything, um, but they are kind of out of the. They're they're not nearly in the public eye as much as the president. And they go see all these. Right. Uh, they go to all these other countries. They have, they're on trips, all the international trips, constantly. That's the perfect position to be selling documents and it's not just ukraine because there's connection between these uh like the recent f this fbi agent that was just arrested um ukraine albania china i mean these these things are all seem to all be tied together and i can't even begin to sort it all out the best thing i can recommend that you do is if you really want to hear about this and get all of the detail go listen to tuesday and wednesday uh podcast of dan bongino if you don't usually listen to dan bongino it's still i mean it's definitely good information it almost might be too much it might almost be too much for you to process yeah you'd be better i would say this if you are going to look at it you're better off to watch the video his video on rumble than to just listen to the audio podcast i actually went back and listened to it or actually went back a second time and I listened to the audio in the morning, and then that evening I watched the the video podcast on Rumble over again. So, speaking of Ukraine and Biden selling things, information to Ukraine and having relationships there, um, now we're sending 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine? Yeah. It's going to lead... It's going to lead to us putting soldiers in yeah. Ukraine. I mean, how how else could you? So there's a. There's... I saw the Guardian. The Guardian posted, uh, and they are you know lefty, and they a uh, article that said you know us sending tanks there makes this basically a Western a war of Western the Western world versus Russia of us I... in Germany sending tanks there. I have an audio clip of Biden talking about it, but I don't. Even, I don't really think I even need to play it. He just talks about how it was basically under the first thing. The first, the first way that you know that it is a garbage idea is that it was under the direction of um, Austin. What's his face? Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin. It was under the direction of Lloyd Austin. So right there, right off the bat, you know it's a terrible, terrible idea because nothing else comes out of his stupid face hole other than bad ideas. Well. If you remember, for a while now, they've been saying, you know, the Ukraine wants these Abrams tanks, and no, we're not going to do that. I mean, that's just 
that's just something we're not going to provide for them. It's a bad idea. We're not going to do it. Uh, it's our best technology. We're not going to give it away. By the they way, can't run it. Da, da. And all of a sudden, we're sending them 31 tanks. I'm, I mean, I'm actually shocked. I looked up today how many um, countries have the M1 uh, Abrams as their main battle tank. We do sell them. Um, to who? Ob- obviously, we have them. Australia. I would say Israel. No, actually not. They make their. They have their own. Oh. Um, okay. Australia, Egypt, Iraq, Kuwait, Morocco, Saudi Arabia, Taiwan, and now Ukraine have M1. Now, the only thing is that some of them said in it, there were some. There were some carve outs in the whole deals when selling them the tanks where they were sent out with a um, foreign armor package or something like that. And then some of them said they had other pieces of armor removed. So I don't think that they were the I don't think that they were the full force Abrams. They had some modifications for us to be giving them to other countries, but uh, we, we have sold them. Or I guess Why Chrysler you... Defense has sold has been given permission to sell them to those countries. I don't know why Iraq. Why would you? Why would you remove? Why would you remove armor? I don't, I mean, I don't know. I could see. I could see removing technology. No, certain layers of know, armor. I don't know. Computer, you know, computer, uh, you know, technology and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's a good point that I heard somebody make today with this selling, sending these tanks. It's when you send a tank like this, it's not just the tank. Um, it's all the support that goes along with it. And it's not even, it's not even like the maintenance of the tank. It's, um, these things are gas turbine. They're like major, major gas hogs. Yeah, they're jet engines. No, they're not gas turbines. Yes, they are. They'll burn anything. You can put nail polish in them. Uh, They're called gas turbines. Mm. So, um, you have to send along all of the supply chain with that. It's not just the technicians to work on the on the computer, you know, technology and 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 the mechanics. It's it's providing it running. I mean, all the people and the trucks and the. I mean, it just the the equipment to to support it. It's um it's a major undertaking. Yeah, and he, then as soon as we said we were going to do this, Zelensky says, "Well, we need some F-16s and some Patriot <laughs> missiles and some also." Yeah. You know, the, it really struck me. The. This guy has the easiest world leader job when it comes to fighting a war of anybody ever. Usually there's all kinds of negotiations and paper, you know, diplomatic back and forth and, and, and you know, treaties and, and, and legislation and stuff. He just sent, he just walks to the to the microphone or the camera and says, Hey, we need some F sixteens and they go, Okay, we need another ten billion dollars. Okay. It's insane. I need two dozen Minuteman three ICBMs. <laughs> this, you know, let's go back to the, um, let's go back to the opening with the classified documents. Zelensky absolutely has a lot of really bad dirt on Joe Biden. That's why oh, he yeah. can just, I mean, all the nonsense that went on in Ukraine. And that's why he can just simply walk to a microphone and go, we need another $10 billion or we need tanks. And he gets them. Because if he doesn't, he spills the beans. 
all of this, and Miranda Devine was pointing out that this this email and stuff that was sent that was all, um, you know, sounded like State Department classified information talk from from Hunter Biden in, in dealing with Ukraine. It was right before he got his eighty three thousand, and she says it's eighty three thousand dollar a month job with Burisma. And then if you remember after that, it's when tr- Trump was getting wind of this, you know, corruption that was going on with Biden, and he wanted them to. Uh, you know, he wanted Ukraine to to look into it, and that's when Biden went over there and him. said, "You don't get your billion dollars unless you fire the guy that's that's investigating Burisma and all this corruption." No, that and wasn't boom, at the same it. time. That wasn't at the same time. It was all sequential. It was sequential. Is what I'm saying. No, because Joe Biden yes, said it that was. when he, Joe Biden said that when he was vice president, that happened first. I'm aware of that. That's what I'm saying. Sequentially, this is what's happening. Hunter Biden sends this thirteen hundred dollar or thirteen hundred word sounds like you know classified material like a state department document boom shortly after that he showed them i can get you real access he gets an eighty-three thousand dollar a month job with burisma a couple years goes by trump's in office he's getting wind of what has been going on he wants to put an end to it so then biden gets uh well yeah, the yeah, Biden thing right. had to happen he, before Trump. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's not okay, possible. Biden to be thing able happened to... first. Yeah. Okay, but then, but then Trump wants to expose what's gone, what's what's happened. Yeah, and, and he then got they too re- close then, to the truth. Then they, so they set him up. Him. They set him up on the phone call. I yep. believe a setup so they could impeach him. And they didn't even have a recording. It was just. It wasn't it just that Vindman guy's transcript. Word? Yeah, and then that's when then Trump released the transcript of the call. Yeah, that. Yeah. So. It's all so, so dirty. I mean, there's no other explanation for somebody like Zelensky to be able to just simply walk to a microphone and say, you know, we need this, we need that, and he gets it. And then at the same time, we now know that there are 10, uh, 10 Ukrainian officials have just been forced to resign because in the most corrupt com- country in Europe, they were even too corrupt for Ukraine. They had to, they had to resign because of all the they're, – they're embezzling all the money that we're sending over there. I mean, you think about Their that. They had to sign. Cars and mansions. Yeah, they had to resign because of their corruption, because they were too corrupt for the most corrupt country in Europe. And yet we have Congress people that want, no, we don't need any accounting for the hundred billion plus billion dollars we've sent over there. I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm so aggravated over this stuff. I can't even hardly think I can, I can do, <laughs> think straight to do this podcast. I'm more I'm angry get, about the tanks thing than I am. There's even so much about I want to blurt out all at once. Huh? The tanks is worse than the money, because the tanks it's is a the, the, the tanks is the doorway for us to come in physically. It more than the money is. I, yeah, because you know if you were to ask to Russia, actually, it's not a proxy anymore. Here we are. If you were to ask the United States, "Are you at war with Russia?" We would say no because we've not declared war because Congress has to do that. But if if you ask Russia, "Are you at war with the United States?" They'd say yes. They would because say those are American with, bullets. They would American say they're at war with American, NATO. They would say they're at war with NATO for sure, which so, the United States is part of. I mean, and we're not so we're so we are at war with Russia, and we're not allowed to do that without Congress declaring war. And and I understand exactly what you're saying, but I would say this: what's the worst part of this is that we have a person in the White House who has for who knows how many years been selling out his country, and he now sits in the White House. Uh, that's worse than the tanks. It's all bad. Yay! Yay! Well, I mean, in order to rebuild 
the nation that they want or the system they want. They have to dismantle the one that's in place. So I keep hearing people ask about on. why are they why are they doing all this crazy stuff? You throw you know Marxism. Think about this with the um, they're giving away. We have sent so many weapon systems to Ukraine that we don't we have people in the military like secretary of the navy and stuff saying we don't have enough if we were to have to use them ourselves we don't have enough so they are decreasing our recruitment by you know what at one time they were falling 50 percent short they could not recruit the people that they that they wanted the numbers they wanted they were they were getting rid of people because they wouldn't take the vaccine we were getting uh low on actual armaments and supplies because we're sending them everywhere this looks like I mean, if you were a cynic, <laughs> you'd say this looks like a planned overall destruction in all areas of the U.S. military. Oh, at the same time that we're depleting ourselves of arms, we're also depleting the strategic oil reserve and not replacing that yes. either. So, yeah. So it's not just about going the woke nonsense in the personnel. It's it's the the weaponry. It's the oil. It's it's the whole package. To what end? To I mean, to what end? To destroy the American system. Yeah, but if you're, it's the military. I don't know for global. Yeah. Is it so that we can't be the um, the dominant because we can't that, back up what we say? Interesting to me. I'm yeah because it's one thing, you know, to want to redesign and redefine like America as from capitalism to some Marxist society, but then to to do it in a way in which we can't even, we're not even a, a nation, like on a global We level, can't exert I our guess. influence as a nation on the world stage yeah. anymore. And wouldn't they want, if they think that that's really the, the, you know, this golden society, wouldn't they want to create it in a way that they can then spread it to everyone else? But that's just it. It think about this. They the world like what we just saw at Davos, they have a globalist view of things. Yeah. They don't view countries. So they don't want us to be an independent sovereign right. nation that can influence the world. We do that with our military. We can back it up with our military and our economy. So they are in so, the process of destroying our military and our economy with all this ESG why, garbage. Okay. Why do our leaders go along with it, handing themselves over to Davos, do they believe that they are going to get a position of power in this new world society? Or are they truly so bought in and brainwashed into like the Marxist ideas that they think that, you know, they're going to be, they're freeing everyone and we're all going to be equal and they are truly okay with being one of the equal, of the becoming one of the proletariat. No. They, as, as they rise up. No, they know that they'll be one of the protected elites, and they hope. I they hope they, they will. I, I think. Yeah, yeah why do they, they hope think that? Because that's they, stupid. They think that this is. I think that they believe this is inevitable. Because if you watch some of the stuff that went on in Davos, they are talking about this transhumanism stuff, 
and you know and, and tracking our every you know along with tracking our every move having all this digital society of everything i mean they're they are only one step away from what i heard one guy describing i mean he's envisioning where basically these globalists are sitting at a control console and they're just moving all of us around with joysticks i mean it's it's just one degree away from that so okay I know that they think that it's going to be perfect and it's going to work out great. But from, you know, the realist perspective where we've seen this kind of thing tried to be played out on the smaller scale in countries and in individual play- and every single time it absolutely fails because when though it doesn't when? count. Describe a time period in which they last attempted that. No, they, I just mean like a Marxism type society where the correct. government's controlling the reason why The reason yeah. why they can do it now is because of the technological advancements in surveillance and control. They want to tie okay. your money so they to can keep they, control. digital currency, uh, nonstop, 100% surveillance. That's the reason. That's the, They okay. have far but more no, tools to allow them to do it than they ever have before. That's not necessarily what I'm saying, though. I just mean every time that something like that, that type of society has been attempted, um, like a socialist Marxist society, whatever, right? It completely crumbles because humans it doesn't account for you know human nature and sin and people get a power and anytime you have to get rid of and any sort of difference between people is seen as an injustice right so we have to get rid of it so in order to do that you have to like erase entire groups of people they're going to, yeah, to get they rid don't of care. differences but right, they have and, the tools to do that hor- and, and every time we look back at that we say how terrible like stalin yeah. lenin mao right these things are we look at them as they're terrible why yeah. do they think it, yet we're going to do it on a well global they thought the time level, before they and thought what the time happens before now was terrible too all they have to do is convince a, people that it's okay this that's time that's crazy so but, i Okay, right, but as a, so so now I'm just looking at we can look at the fallout and the aftermath of every time it's happened on a smaller like within a nation or even an area versus like what is going to happen when it's the, the globe? Who who then comes to stop like there's nobody there's no America well, right act, to come in. Right. The actual idea that you're getting away from nations actually benefits them because now I know the no leaders uni- because right, there is no one no to stop unity. them then. There is no unity of the people you know, joining together as a nation saying we're not allowing this because we're all just kind of lost at the mercy of the globalist. That's funny because the whole kind of point of this type of system is the unity of the people rising up. <laughs> but, well, that's that's their, that's the that's their propaganda. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, to tell us we're oppressed and right. they have to make us realize it so that we'll um, rise up against the oppressor. But you have to realize at the same time they are trying to eliminate a large portion of the population on the earth. They want it gone. Yeah, they're they already doing it. Yeah. They want it greatly decreased. Yeah. So yeah, there's less people they have to deal with. That's the only way to get it to deal with. And they have to and they have to get rid of they keep calling it the, the useless eating class. You know, the, those who are just useless I eaters they have to go away. They'll, yeah, that's the only way to get their The only thing I'm pretty equity. confused about in their plan here is that in a lot of the ways that they are using right now to you can't convince me that they're not killing people on purpose with the vaccine. Oh, absolutely. And COVID. They're they're, they're killing their they're killing their own herd though. They're they're killing their own mindless working class. They're going to be left with that, all the people yeah, who didn't want to take the vaccine. Here's here's the thing. And that is it's a little bit confusing and I I agree. They they literally talk about we can't support useless eaters. So you, there's a certain level of contribution that you need to be able to make 
to their this society that they want to create. If you can contribute enough, then you provide more than what you consume and you can live. But if you Correct, don't, but then for you their won't. goals, for their goals though, we are not useless eaters. We're also not useful eaters. We're counterproductive eaters. Yeah. So Right. right now, I guess they're killing the useless eaters, and their next step will be to convince the useful eaters to kill the counterproductive eaters. So Yeah, because we'll, why am I going to, if I'm currently a useful eater, why am I going to continue to be a useful eater when I realize that it doesn't get me anything? Like, this whole idea of, hey, take a class of kids and say, we're going to... Like the way this is going to work is all the grade, like we're going to average it out. Everyone's going to have the same grade. The people who actually do try, right, they stop trying. That's, that's where they, that's where the, they, like, we are being reconditioned though yeah. to be happy to simply play video games, smoke a little weed, you know, have a little bit of entertainment and we're, and, and we're fine. And that's where before we, we are being, also, society is being conditioned for that. When people would have pushed back against that in the past, I really do think that they have the tools available to them at this point that they'll be able to squash that kind of stuff before it even springs up. People can't people can't create a community and talk amongst themselves anymore without technology. And as soon as somebody does, they're going to target that spot so it doesn't spread anymore. Contain they're going to contain the virus of thoughts that they don't like by tracking it on technology that we have slaved ourselves to. And, and the yeah and and it, the process has started the in the beginning of Cassidy's the panicking. <laughs> I can see it in Yo, her eyes. Like, it's 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 bad. <laughs> and here's here's the thing is, I, again, I think I've I've said this five years ago. I <laughs> I'd have thought I was nuts if we I were saw crazy. This. Yeah. No, I had a but little bit of cognitive see, dissonance once you there. See this, I'll admit it. Once you see this. You can't unsee it. You see it happening all around you. COVID was the first shot at getting rid of old and infirmed people. That's who, that's you, what COVID... COVID killed the old and the physically unhealthy. You know what will be the next and thing then, to kill of the, the useless eaters? The cyber attack that they talked about at Davos so much. They're going to shut the power grid off so that people just die. The people who can't figure out how to survive are going to die. Because they said, oh, the, probably the next biggest thing other than the climate is going to be a cyber attack. Just my guess. That's Let's, like literally them just, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have like 15 downloads for this episode. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear this. Everyone get your tinfoil hat on, except it's not. Hey, should we it's switch? Like, you want no us to switch topics this. now so you can hear about how say, wait, Pfizer is trying to kill you too? <laughs> yeah, because you're just the way that you just said that they they said the next big thing is going to be, you know, the power grid. Um, and that's basically just telling us what they're going to do next. Kind of like they, you know, warned us they right. had this whole plan for a pandemic and then there was a pandemic. And if you want evidence that they're manipulating it before you play the Pfizer clips, I want to use that, though, because that ties into what we've just been talking about. When you hear a company like Pfizer talk about what you're about to play you realize they can't you cannot have a group of people that think like that if they have any allegiance to any nation because they would be thinking i, I can't do this to my nation 
I can't do this to the okay. people that I'm a group of. They have no <laughs> the, allegiance to thing, any though. nation at all. You'll hear in one of these clips that he very specifically does talk about how what they're doing is bad for America, and he laughs. So he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't they, care. They, they don't. They they don't want a world with nations because you can't have nations and do what they're talking about. So here comes so. Um, the the barrage of clips. I cut it up because it was the whole video. You should still probably watch the whole Project Veritas video, but this which will like. it was ten minutes long. So I cut it up. Here's a few clips. We'll play a clip. We'll talk about it. We'll play a clip. We'll talk about it. We'll play another clip. We'll probably start screaming, and and, and so on. We'll play the fourth clip. Our heads will explode. So on and so forth. So let's begin. End the, of yeah, let's begin. And then we'll be dead. So, all right. Let's start. Okay, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. That's why it was, an, it was a thought that came up in a meeting, and we were like, why, why do we not? It was like, we're going to consider that. There'll be more discussions. Right off the bat, they are... It actually came up at a meeting. Right off the bat, they're talking about <laughs> mutating COVID-19, and they're talking about it in meetings, but very specifically, they are not going to tell the public that. That's not what we're going to say to the public. I also want to point out, this is not the lab at Wuhan. No, this, this is, is Pfizer. Pfizer. <laughs> he does the mention the lab. of mRNA vaccine. Yeah. Here, well, here comes the clip where he actually does mention Wuhan. This one's a little bit longer, but... So, um, the way it would work is, like, we put them in the virus in these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively, like, cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them. And then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey. And you just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or you can even do, like, directed, like, simulation, which, like, we turn off the up. And then you just sample what the different, like, um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. So then you can see the mutation. You cannot force it to mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something Which crazy. It's the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so he he talks about the different methods that they would use to um to mutate COVID, the virus, and then um at the end, he talks about, how, well, you need to be careful with it, because if not, you'll get what happened with COVID-19 in the first place. I mean, he basically <laughs> says that, that, he's like, which I suspect is how it actually started from Wuhan. Yeah. Yeah. So why are you doing it? <laughs> you just, I, I don't understand that. Do falling for these things? That's what I want to know. Okay. I yeah, have a theory the about that. I have a theory about that. Here it is. Almost all of them are gay. Have you? Yes. Every single one of them. Yeah. Is like yeah. a is like. Uh, am I, I going to get really? No, they've a project. There's here? been a couple Project Veritas videos with a woman, a woman right. uh, investigator. Correct, but, but a lot of them is, are gay. Is, is gay. Is, yeah. A lot of them yeah. are gay, and I think they're on dates that they like found each other on Grinder yes. or something because it's easier yeah. to manipulate them. I, okay. I I assume all of these are pretty much like set up like dates. But I just don't know how are people, tr- how are I, any I, of these people in these situations trusting anyone at this point. I want to point out because they don't they just don't assume that they're that dumb or that they'd get targeted or this guy that is saying these things. This is not just some schmo that works at Pfizer. This name is his name is Jordan Walker. He is the director of research and development. He is a doctor. 
he his boss reports to Albert Borla, who is the CEO of Pfizer. So this guy is way the up the chain. Yes. Yeah. Way up the chain. Okay, so now um, he's going to describe how they are doing n- uh, not gain of function. <laughs> it's not gain of function. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like there's – it's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. The directed evolution is very different. <laughs> Direct evolution. Directed evolution. Directed evolution. Okay. <laughs> well, so I mean, is that what it is? Maybe. I, I, <laughs> well, you're not supposed to do gain function research with the viruses, like yeah. they recommend not. But you do like these like selected directional mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. <laughs> He literally, okay. looked, he literally Directed almost evolution winked. To make it more potent, it's not. It's just a it's semantical not trick. He it's did just, everything except wink at the, like, look straight at the guy's face. He's camera laughing and about wink. it when he says it. Yeah, and he's like, and, and also the laugh definitely confirms the sexual orientation, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, oh, it's not, it's not gain of function. Wink. I mean, because <laughs> that because you're not supposed to do that. He's like, well, no, you're not. You can do directed evolution. Yeah, you're probably not supposed to do that, but we do directed evolution to make the virus more potent. Um, you could have put, picked any other word. If you just wouldn't have said more potent, <laughs> you'd have been, you could have been, you know, more in the clear here. So now he's going to talk about, um, how manipulating the virus is good for business that's it bottom line it's money what, what's the goal for, for Pfizer of doing that so probably what they want to do is like to try to figure out to some extent try to figure out like you know there's all these new strains of variants that just pop up why don't we try to like catch them before they pop up in nature and we can develop a vaccine prophylactic for like new variants yeah so that's why they're thinking like if you do it control the lab then you say oh this is a new epitope and so then if it comes out later on like in the public you already have a vaccine kind of working on it oh my god that's perfect mm-hmm. like isn't that the, like the best business model though like just control nature before nature even happens itself right yeah yeah if it works <laughs> what do you mean if it works because like some of the times there were just mutations that pop up right they were not prepared for it like with delta or omicron right and things like that so who knows i mean either way it's gonna be a cash cow covid will probably be a cash cow for us for a while going forward like, yeah i obviously like <laughs> well i think the whole you know i think the whole like research of the viruses and mutating it like would be the ultimate like cash cow yeah it'd be perfect yeah it would be perfect is what he says he says he likes covid here's here's my analogy i'm going to start a business that produces and sells um compression bandages and then i'm going to go around and start shooting people and sell them (laughs) the bandage so like okay but here's the thing i love I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about a prophylactic vaccine. But he says, um, basically, they want to create the variants so they can ahead of time make a vaccine for it. But then he said, you can't always know how it's going to mutate. 
So the only way yeah. for your vaccine to be relevant is if you release the virus that you've mutated. You release, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did I did catch in there that we can be rest assured, though, that the, the Delta and the Omicron variants were well, natural. Yeah, it was not Pfizer. They didn't have a part in that because they weren't prepared. That well, was Moderna. Right. They were they were natural mutations. <laughs> Moderna they were natural did those. mutations after coming from the Wuhan engineered right, right. vaccine. Right, and the or, new I mean, ones not, I mean, are going to I mean, be Pfizer. virus, not vaccine. Yeah, those idiots over at J and J haven't created one single mutated COVID nineteen. They're so dumb. They'll... we don't, we don't have a clip for this. But did anybody hear clips of? Uh, do you guys know who Joe Scarborough is? Morning Joe. Yes, he's a he's a, di- about... he's a dyed in the wool conservative. <laughs> yeah, actually, don't I think you know that he was, he was a Republican? A... He was a Republican was. Congressman, congressman, I think. No, I know. But he's. I think so. He he still is. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. He's a he's as conservative as he's MSNBC's Look, resident conservative. What does a Republican congressman mean anymore? Because didn't you just hear about the Santos guy or whatever yeah. that was a Brazilian? Uh. Uh. Tri- what? I don't know what he was. He he's got um, a lot of holes. Like in a his. drag queen. In yeah, he's a drag queen. Yeah, he's a drag queen. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yes, he was a, a drag, drag queen, queen in Brazil, yeah. and he's currently he's sitting in Congress as a Republican. He's he not. Plus, yeah, he's lied about everything recently, his whole life. and then yeah. All right, what about Joe gay, Scarborough and his anyway. dumb dumb Minka? <clears throat> he was saying though about he was calling the people morons that were saying he's you those morons saying like yeah you've gotten three vaccines or you've gotten four vaccines and you still got the. You still got the coronavirus. He goes, don't you know, like every year with the flu, you take another flu shot for the updated flu. That's why we keep taking more shots. And I mean, he literally said morons. And it's like, well, first of all, uh, the flu shot, which I don't have never taken a flu shot. I don't I don't take them. It's um, a guess. Because I'm a happy I'm a healthy person. Um, but anyways, uh, they're not mRNA. Yeah, shots. it's a traditional vaccine. They're old fashioned. Yeah, exactly. Would we have no idea what that mRNA? I mean, no, we do. Was uh, there's Malone a lot McCullough more, man. Peter Peter McCullough is talking about how it is permanently altering your DNA. Your um, gene. Yeah, he's saying they're saying they're warning you about kissing your spouse for six months after you've been injected, and maybe maybe longer. There may not yeah. ever be. He said maybe it's up to nine. These spike, these spike proteins oh. like crazy. Did you hear this new theory about how Demar Hamlin's face, like nobody saw his yes. face at the game and all? Real stuff. quick, okay, said, no. What if it was because he had a stroke? Hang on, hang on. I want to play the last clip first. Okay. It's it's kind of its own subject, but um, do you remember watching? I think Dad, you watched it at least the HBO documentary that was uh, Crime of the Century about the company who created OxyContin. And the way that they yes. marketed it, and that guy was basically just yes. like eating cereal bowls filled with those blue pills. Yes. Um, they touched on this revolving door between pharmaceutical companies and the um, bureaucracies that oversee them, the regulatory branches, the like health the FDA bureaucracy. and the CDC and stuff like that. And they talked about how um, you know they'll be favorable to them in regulating in, in, in return for a job in the private sector. Once they leave. Well, um, this dude that works very high up at Pfizer just 100% confirmed it. And this is where he jokes about how it's 
good for us, bad for America. For all government officials. Wow. Yeah, for any industry though. So like, in the farm industry, all the government officials who like you know review our drugs, most yeah. they come work for farming companies. Like in the military, like all the like army and defense, like government officials eventually go work for the defense company afterwards. Wow. How do you feel about that revolving door? Like, it's pretty good for the industry to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being a regulator, they want to come work for the company, then I gotta be as hard to Right. Death. That was a little bit hard to understand. Death penalty. Yeah, he's Watch saying, the video. Watch the video. Saying, There's subtitles. Okay. Yeah, he's saying though, you're you know, somebody works for Pfizer and they go to work for the CDC, and then somebody leaves the CDC and they go to work for Pfizer, and they all know each other and they all give each other favorable and same way with the military and defense contractors. So yeah, it's good for the industry because everything gets approved and, and bills get passed and money gets spent and appropriated and but it it's screwing over the American people. So it's the, bad for just America. Just the fact that he said it's bad for the rest of America. That's that's a crazy admission because okay, there's one thing to be consumed by power and to be consumed by the idea of making money and maximizing profits. And there's another thing to knowingly destroy the country that you live in. Again, to me, that and just laugh tells about you it. that there's no allegiance to any group of people, nation, or anything else, because so you just, that that most, was most most people wouldn't a little bit do yeah, that just, to he has, their community. He has zero concerns about the harm that he's causing, but he's aware of it. He's aware of it. So this is where this is where we've talked about before. And Bongino makes a note to say, "Is it misfeasance or is it malfeasance?" This is malfeasance. This is an, it's intentional yeah. harm. Yeah. Anyway, back to Demar Hamlin. That that dude is dead. <laughs> no, no, Demar Hamlin is he's dead. He's not dead. Okay, no, that was not. really him. That was legit him. Do you see him jumping up and down though, and putting I've his heard. arms up? Somebody made a really good point. Do you know what it's like to be given CPR oh, yeah. for nine minutes? You'd be bruised. All your ribs your would ribs be broken. You couldn't lift yeah. your arms up above your head and cheer like that. You'd Do be you know in what he's played through horrible, horrible pain. It would break all your ribs. It cracks your sternum when they give you real, honest to goodness CPR. No way. Do you Those know guys what? Guys are playing with broken ribs all the time. Do you know what I thought when I saw when I saw the the person like coming in on the golf cart and getting off and all that? He he looked too big for Demar Hamlin. He you think Mar- the guy that carted Demar- off the he field wasn't him? No, Yo. no, no. When when they, the when they he brought, on he the brought into the game, they should. There's videos of him coming down the inside the the um, in every ins- single picture. You're right. Him coming into the stadium in all right. the pictures of him he's standing out in front of his mural. He's wearing sunglasses and has a cover up over his nose in every single picture. I have yet to see a picture of Demar Hamlin post being right. in the he hospital. Rides. Now I don't you think I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's yeah, dead. Yeah, would have to be involved to, say to cover up because his if, death. If he really is, they would dead, have to end the season. Sooner or later, they, they have to, the to say he's dead. What do they he's do dead. three months from now? Yeah. when they admit he's they say dead? he died. They he say something else happened and he died. No, no, no. They admit after the season's over, we just didn't tell you so we could. No, no, you don't say that. You don't say that. You say something else happened and he died. You like? Well, you know that is interesting. How much money would his family be getting for this to go on? A ton, a lot. 
Tons. How much yeah. money do you think? <laughs> no how much way. money do you think the NFL has? They're gonna. His, I think it's more likely his family's gonna I, die I, in the fake car accident too. Okay, I just <laughs> on their trip to the is, Grand is Canyon, getting involved. They went to the Grand Canyon on a family vacation, and the brakes went out. All um, of them are dead in a van, in a fifteen-passenger van. But uh, do you know how much money the NFL makes? Oh, I know. Oh, they would do the, it. Their lowest, their lowest okay. rated game last weekend uh, yeah, was, was twenty eight million viewers, which is like double any other show but would ever get. I think it's more believable that he's not showing his full face or anything because something like he had a stroke. Because even if he died, they already it would only be protect to be to protect the game because they already came up with a reason why it wasn't the vaccine, right? And they don't care about that. But. If it if he had a stroke and so his like facial features or something are messed up, then that is a now a new thing right, with the vaccine can cause strokes. So maybe they I, that to me is more believable. Yeah. I, I don't we, think we've already mentioned I don't think the, he's I don't think he's dead, but I will say he's this dead. when you I'm said with he's dead. <laughs> when you said that to protect the rest of the season, yeah. you know, that's actually not what would they do to protect if he were dead, would would the season even finish? No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. So to protect the rest of the season, they actually might fake it. I know, which is terrible. <laughs> they haven't showed his face. I don't. They I don't showed think him. He's dead, they showed him through all that either. snow. You couldn't see him. He had his hood up. The only picture from inside of the little suite that he was in was from behind him, and he it's was from the back. and he was working. He was working his arms over his head and jumping around in a way that someone who just had all of their ribs broken would not be able to do. Maybe they shot I, him up with. Cortisone. I will say this though: if he were dead, and then like three months from now, from now it came out that he actually was dead, you stand a better chance of revolution in this country from that than you do from what's going on in Ukraine or with the mRNA. <laughs> I don't vaccines. think so. I actually don't think so because because the NFL would say, "Listen, listen," but then we couldn't have played more football, and people would have been like, "All right." I don't uh, it, sadly, people are pretty. Uh, <laughs> like, well, everybody listen, wanted. We, we would have had to cancel the playoffs, and everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" You were going to cancel. When he the pl- collapsed okay, on the field, when he collapsed on the field, everybody wanted that game to stop. I wanted the game to stop. Okay, what I'm saying is, I, I don't know if that's as crazy as America is about football. I don't know that that's true. Okay, well, regardless, there is a lot of reason to believe that he's dead or wasn't there at the very least. You know, I was just thinking, like, that is insane that America, America really, really is pretty dang crazy about football. But I was thinking there are probably other, there are probably countries in Europe or South America where they would continue playing soccer when something like that Oh, happened. I guarantee, because there's been like a hundred professional yeah. soccer players who have died on the field this season. Yeah, they're, yeah. I was going to say, they, riot. they're, lo- they're people, losing one a game. Yeah. People riot <laughs> yeah. and stuff Like a, do- like a dozen fans the, in yeah. the stands die so, every week. We got nothing <laughs> on them. They just kill each other. <laughs> they do. They trample each other all the time. Mostly they die from stadium game. collapses. <laughs> they die from stadium collapses Australia's all the time. I mean, you think about it, I don't think like Australian rules football. They wouldn't stop a game because somebody died. They just drag them off to the sideline and keep playing. I mean, that's a brutal okay. game. It, like, <laughs> yeah, but I was talking about like third world nations. I think Australia yeah, I would probably stop. They can't play, can they? Because they can't get close enough to each other and wear masks and all this. You know, Australia's nuts on that stuff. They still stuck in their homes. 
I don't know. <laughs> to lighten things up, well, it's not really, but you guys see that Josh Hawley is offering up this Pel- the Pelosi Act. What is it? It's the stop Congress people from buying and you know trading stocks and bonds and stuff while they're in the yeah. And, but he's calling it the they're calling it the Pelosi Act. That's did you awesome. see that she just that did awesome. you see that she just got caught selling a bunch of Google stock? Yes, like three weeks like before what, three, some three big weeks re- before they announced before their twenty five hundred twi- yeah. layoff. Yeah, they, off, like, they sold like three thousand shares of stock or something. Wait, you said twenty five hundred? I thought it was twenty five thousand. Thousand. Yeah, or twelve thousand or something. It's a bunch. So, so the, obviously that was gonna that was gonna hurt their stock price. So they got the heads up. They sold their stock. They saved the lot. They didn't take the loss. They made the money, and then three weeks later, because she knew before, like you know, none of those people had any idea they were about to get laid off. Right. I also love the story where uh, she called an exorcist to come to their home and exorcise it after Paul and uh, what was his name? Uh, it was some Italian be... sounding. I don't know, but they're going to release the footage. Yeah, the footage. Or something. It was supposed to be released today. But anyways, so what they, are the yeah, way, after, what what do you wager after that attack? After how that much attack, they she called an exorcist it? to come and and uh, exercise the home. I don't know. That guy might have how much demons. have they edited? Well, Paul, has, <laughs> she has demons. Will they be well, in their underwear? Just it. I know the that their exorcism didn't work because Aunt Nancy Pelosi was still there. So we know the exorcism <laughs> failed. <laughs> okay, she is not a demon herself. <laughs> Oh, uh, Babylon B. Uh, they, <laughs> Babylon B. Said that uh, once they exercised all the demons, Nancy Pelosi became a Republican. That was her headline. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that she would like all of a sudden start to like instantly age to like a thousand years old. That's what I was wondering. And just she like age. evaporate away, like she's yeah. like she is to dust. Yeah, she's like a being that's been alive for so long. She's it's just like been that- kept alive by. It's like that the episode evil. of Doctor Who where the master accelerates the doctor's age to show his. Well, he shrank and, like, in real tiny, in this, though. Into this like little tiny thing. I guess that's Na- lost. Nancy, yeah, Nancy Pelosi. Um, the the plastic surgery could not keep up with her accelerated aging. So this was a real headline. But a joke, but they really did it. Did you see A and W after the M and M's debacle with their M and or spokes candies? I'm like changing their. They said something about like we come to realize like even the shoes of our spokes candies can be like offensive or something. And so A and W put pants on their spokes bear to poke fun at the M and M's. Yeah, I did see. I heard. I heard it on Pat Gray. Um, Apparently, there was, was a sexual harassment allegation against him from Wendy. Well, back to back up. We all know Ronald McDonald is the real uh, the M and M's characters. Though all went like ridiculously woke, and they got Mars Company got major pushback to where they they, literally they literally shelved all of the candy spokespeople, and they've got they replaced them with Maya Rudolph. Though, which that's worse. Give me the woke candy. I don't candies. know who Maya Rudolph no, why? is. You could have you could have had a she tranny was on SNL for a while. You could have had a tranny a pink tranny candy M M&M, and it would have been still less woke than Maya Rudolph. I 
Does this mean they had to like pull all the bags that have spokes, like the candy people off the They're shelves? They're probably grandfathered Like, in. are we going to stop seeing M&M's little candy people? Because that's kind of sad. No, it's not. I don't want to buy a bag of M&M's with Maya Rudolph on it. <laughs> <laughs> no. What yeah, is her face like on be... every single bag of She's she one of the, the commercials? <laughs> I thought that's who it was. I pulled up her picture. She's one of the She's so weird. Most unique looking people. I'll put it that way. Why? I just find her odd. I need somebody <laughs> right now to explain. I'm reading I'm reading the notes. I need someone to immediately explain to me how windmills are killing whales. <laughs> Oh, they I've are. I've been wondering that as well. You haven't seen <laughs> that? No. What are you like, talking obviously. about? Yeah, he's they like, yeah, had a bunch of wind, They've whales. had a bunch of uh, whales are washing up on the beach, dead. But how, do yeah, but how is the windmill killing That's them? Because they, it's where these- flying it's, off it's, and just like it's stabbing It's not everywhere. Them? It's just where they- No, it's just where they put up these windmills. It, it, apparently, it wasn't the windmills itself. Wait, windmills in the ocean? Yes. It's, they, 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 they've sense. been putting windmills out in the ocean, but it's not specifically to do with the windmills. It has something to do, they thought, with they did this big test that, like, you know, in the water from windmill to windmill or something or other, or testing them. And they think that these, I, I guess, sonic waves or whatever, something to do with the test, is causing these uh, whales to get disoriented and end oh. up beached. And yeah. So they get okay, they well, get disoriented I'm and then they swim an up on the that shore. Says, Wind ta- this says wind turbines are not killing well, whales. Well, who said it's that? Some... Who said it? I don't know. New- NJ.com. Is it New Jersey? Because you should never believe anything that anybody from New Jersey <laughs> says no ever. Idea. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's New Jersey. But there's more. That's <laughs> a fact check. Experts thing. say. <laughs> experts say it's not the wind farms who are the experts again it 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 wasn't it was what i saw originally i saw this just thing where like in the windmills are causing them you know they're killing them and they're washing up on the shores but later on i saw no it's not the windmills specifically but they had run these tests and they thought it was the test it was you know was confusing the whales because this sound waves are going into the water whatever it was they were doing and that was causing the problem with the whales and they were ending up on the beach wait a minute i have of course, they're going to use this to their advantage and come up with. I'm like, okay, if it's not the windmills, then what are they saying that it is? Apparently, they're climate change. The obvious. That's what I was going to say. It's going to be climate change, right? This says that examining about half the incidents from since 2016, the numbers have been increasing, and then it talks about examining half the about half the incidents of those 40 percent were because whales were struck by ships or got tangled in ropes or nets in the water. Well, that doesn't explain them just Wait, laying dead on the yeah. beach. Wouldn't they be like chopped up then? If yeah, just laying yeah. On or, the they, beach, or they'd be in nets. Yeah, that's they're not stupid. trying to play devil's advocate that's here. That's stupid. That's like how that's like how eggs are creating all the blood clots now. Here we go. As the humpback whale population has increased, more of them are swimming into the New York and New Jersey region as they follow menhaden, a small fish that whales eat. Hmm. I thought it was like Menhaden sounds like a that, whale, like a whale religion. Then they come into the shipping lane practicing and that increases their um, risk of being struck. That is what the other side is saying to your it's the windmills, but we'll leave that for you to decide. Whales have been in the water <laughs> for a long time. 
put windmills in the water, ending up on, all the whales are dead. And, <laughs> and I'll bet those little menhaden have been around a long time too. So yeah, they probably have to be migrating because of climate change or something. Devout menhaden. Right. Yeah. Did you see where uh, now they're um, they're not just smuggling fentanyl across the border, but they're smuggling eggs across the border. Yeah, because uh, eggs are so say, expensive. How are we going from climate change to this? But yeah, that makes sense. I, thought, I okay. said the thing about eggs. Three dollars, three dollars, and I think it was three dollars and eighty cents for thirty eggs in Mexico. Okay, and here it's like they're averaging seven dollars for twelve. Seven, yeah. Okay, so our Costco had no eggs, but then I was in Carson City today getting food for this youth conference this weekend, and this guy, Auntie Karen, and I are walking through, and this guy comes by us, and he has a Costco cart. And it is like full from to the like over the top of the cart with two stacks of cartons of eggs. And I'm like, there is no way they're going to let this guy out of here with that. Plus, what do you even do with that many eggs before they go back? He was delivering them or he was buying them? No, he was trying to buy them. Well, they have a sign in our Costco that says to. I know. He must own a restaurant. Black market. In the world, would you try to buy that many eggs? Oh, if he. That might be. Do they allow. A restaurants to buy larger portions than what they have listed sometimes i don't, I don't know no because but selling them on the black market because for quite a while our costco has said two you know two packages know. per customer ours didn't even have eggs last time i was there hey you saw you saw that they've actually tried to say there was an article that said that the uptick in blood clots is from yes. eggs right Eggs. Yes. I saw that. That's right. I'm doomed. That is crazy. Yeah, we'd be dead already. I I've eaten five eggs today. Yes, but did you see that um, the Bible on B article that Pfizer just announced their new little spokesperson mascot, Claudie? It's it's just <laughs> Claudie. I yeah. just want to know what kind of shoes Claudie's wearing. Pumps. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> No, pumps aren't offensive. Spiked spikes would be that'd be offensive, or maybe an open toe uh, would be offensive. No, pumps because of this, all the CPR they have to do to the to their patients. <laughs> a nice open toe sling back that would be offensive, but not pumps. <laughs> All right, all right. I got I got one more quick little story here to read you, and I want to I want to hear your thoughts on this because I had some thoughts. Real quick, dog shoots and kills his owner. Kansas authorities say. All right, let me read it. It's real short. I'm sorry. I'm Sumner sorry. County, Kansas. A 30 year old man died in Kansas on Saturday due to an accidental discharge of a rifle caused by a dog stepping on it in a truck parked on East 80th Street. Officials said. The victim, who was found in the front passenger seat, was pronounced dead at the scene after receiving CPR from emergency medical personnel. The driver of the truck was unharmed. The investigation is ongoing, but is believed to be a hunting-related accident. The identity of the victim and the owner of the truck and the dog have not yet been released. All right, so tell me what you think happened. The driver killed that guy, right? A hundred percent. That's the very first thing that I thought, too. <laughs> okay, the driver on, killed that guy. Because I was thinking, there's no way, even if it happened, like, why did you Why did you have the gun in a way such that they could step on it? And it was pointed to where it would hit you. Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah why? What, did the gun have a safety on it? I don't if know. If it had a safety on the it. The dog steps on the safety first. Who, I was going to say, then the, then the Wait, guy. I have another theory. The, the other person shot the, shot the person. 
It's negligence, yeah. Um, was this a person who identified as a dog? Oh, there's an angle. Yeah, he just. Oh yeah, it's that it's that army guy that wore that leather dog mask, and when they came up. He just went bow wow. And we're like, oh, I think it was an accident. Must have been an accident. It's an accident. <laughs> um, but I I was I was telling this story to Courtney last night, and I I saw the headline, and so I started to read it because I was curious, and I was reading it out loud, and Courtney was listening, and when as soon as I said the driver of the truck was unharmed, she looked at me, and I looked at her, and we're like. <laughs> That driver killed that passenger. That's what happened. It wasn't the dog. No way. That's a creative way, though. Like, I'm sorry, but did the police walk it's up like to my him? Dog ate my did the police work. walk up to him and say what happened? And he's like, "My dog shot this guy." Like, and they said, "Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense." But Kansas, you're not even if you found you're not really like. But if you found him guilty, would you say, "Look, we're going to give you some points for creativity." It was because it was obviously premeditated. It would have been the death penalty, but we're going to take that off the table because we're impressed with your creativity. Instead, we're going to put the dog to death. <laughs> Can I shoot him? <laughs> no, he's going to shoot you. 